Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the host say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professional. They're about to make that very clear. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> there comes a time in your life when you just you just have to give up on on the things that you once thought were good for you and and you have to take a step away and now is not that time yeah we're not there yet what's up, everybody and welcome back to episode 73 of the walking blind podcast this is the show we like to normalize checking on the homies i hope i got that number right i'm mike and that is also mike Whew, i've been doing these intros by myself for a for a couple weeks now and i just feel a little feel a little weird about it is it Sitting in the middle of the couch i think it's 73 is this 73 I'm pretty sure it's 73. I feel like Sean's episode was 72. That sounds right. And I also feel bad because we haven't promoed dude, Sean's I know. episode. Or Damien's, dude. Promo Damien's episode. Well, Damien's apparently doing just fine. Damien's <laughs> is doing fine. <laughs> yeah. So, well, still. We maybe maybe we'll just uh maybe maybe your timelines and feeds over the next week or so will just be flooded with a bunch of stuff from those episodes. Yeah. Maybe That'd be fun. Can, I could pull it. Yeah, we can put Mike to work for a little bit because because <laughs> he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be gone," and then that was that. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly was like, I was like, "This would be nice because on tour, like, I can I'm a lot a lot of draw, long drives. I'll be able to do I'll be able to do shit, dude. Nah, man. I'll, I thought that too. I was like, oh, he's gonna have a lot of long drives. He's gonna be able to do stuff. He's gonna be able to to like edit. Nah, it's just no, listening no, no, to no. listening to Ozzy's talk." You know, or dozing off, kind of like yeah. not really sleeping, just dozing off. But Jesse yeah. has confirmed this is seventy three, so we're good to go. Sweet, good job, man. <clears throat> uh, so we're back. Uh, the boys are back in town, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's been a it's been a road, man. It's been <laughs> it's been <laughs> interesting, <laughs> crazy month, <laughs> crazy. It's been a crazy month, but we're back now. Um, and uh, where 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 do we start? Uh. Let's start with a mental health check. Let's do that. Let's start with yeah. mental health That's check. I forgot. I forgot that was part of the show. 
Let's uh, yeah. Uh, mental health check. Mental health check is where we like to check in weekly, see where we are mentally. Uh, that way we can keep track of is there anything that we're doing that's helping us if we're doing well, and if we're not, maybe what are we neglecting to do or what's going on? Um, Michael, go, want to go first? Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm in a weird. I'm in a weird state of mind right now. <laughs> I got home at like ten, not like eleven last night. And then uh, my dad picked me up from from LAX, um, and today has just been like, "Hey, let me get done a bunch of the stuff that like I was supposed to do before I left, or like all the things I've been putting off because I have a day off, I have a day to chill, kind of acclimate back to things, and then go back to work tomorrow." Um, <clears throat> but I don't know, like I, I'm not jet lagged or anything because honestly, there was only like an hour time change between here and Costa Rica. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was like an hour ahead over there. Oh. Like the most time traveling I did was like flying. Well, actually, the first flight we we got ended up on a direct flight. I'm gonna go into that a little bit later. That was a fucking <laughs> nightmare. Oh yeah, shit. Uh, but <clears throat> like flying back, like we're an hour ahead in Costa Rica, then we fly to Dallas, which is two hours ahead, and then we fly back home, which is <laughs> yeah, that was a weird thing. But I, I wasn't there long enough to really like mess with my sleep schedule or anything like that. So so Costa Rica is on Mountain Time. I guess, yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Like, just literally just like one hour ahead. So, <clears throat> but other than that, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm good. You got to get back into the groove of things. I am, I had made a promise to Andrew that when I came back from Costa Rica, I was going to, I was going to do, basically do like my own variation of 75 hard. Um, so that all pretty much starts, I think tomorrow. You heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here you first. You heard it here. Um, so we, we yeah and you know like just the way that my that that parts of my body were bouncing around in the pool over the past week <laughs> you know or on that atv or <laughs> yo but but mike shows mike shows the party the crew he was with and the crew i was with dude mike was, was fine the, mike was the fucking was rock. Fine. i wasn't i wasn't a thick boy mike i was, was a chris, thick boy mike was chris, chris hemsworth but yeah you know i was, I was a chiseled thick boy <laughs> Shout out to everybody that was on that trip. That I love fucking everybody there. It was funny. That's um, <clears throat> definitely, uh, definitely made me made me question my life a couple times over the week, <laughs> um, as far as my tolerance for alcohol goes. Mm. Um, but <clears throat> you know, I'm good. I'm good for now. How, how are you, guys, dude? <laughs> you look exhausted. I know. And you got dude, home. I got home. I've been <laughs> here almost a week. <laughs> I mean, I got home on Sunday. Sunday um, night or no, like Sunday, Sunday like at one, like one thirty we landed. But it was Sunday when you left, and then it was Sunday yeah. again when you landed. We left eighteen we, hours later. We right? left. We left. We left Brisbane at eleven thirty a.m. Uh-huh. Sunday, and we landed in L.A. at one thirty Sunday. Oh, sick! You see that two-hour flight? Oh, two-hour flight, man. Nice, dude. Yeah. Somehow in that two hours, we uh, managed to travel like nineteen hours. So that flight is Brisbane to Fiji mm-hmm. and then Fiji to LAX. Yeah. And then we had like this bullshit four hour layover in Fiji. That's oh, the worst. Which was like, yeah. What's crazy is had we not had that layover, like let's just say it would have been like a normal hour, whatever. We would have gotten home. We would have left Brisbane at 1130 and we would have gotten home to LA at like 1030. <laughs> so you'd have gone backwards in time. Yeah. <laughs> Like and had, and would have traveled nineteen hours, or whatever. That's like, wild. Um, mentally, <laughs> <laughs> mentally, 
I'm pretty good. I'm good, I think. Um, I mean, I'm tired, but that's that's physical. That's more physical. Uh, mentally, I've um, I'm a I'm a little exhausted. Yeah. Like I have I'm I actually I haven't really gone through a lot of my social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of started towards the end of my time in Australia. I was, I was just starting getting like too backed up and and uh, and so I like haven't really done a whole lot of Instagram messaging or anything yeah. like that. Um, but aside from that, like, I feel good. Like I'm feel, I feel, uh, I feel like, um, I'm just like in recovery mode. Like yeah. this jet lag is like hitting me so hard. I got so cocky. I, I like, I got home, we got home Sunday. Did you sleep on the way back? Not too much. Yeah. A little bit though. A little bit, Not, but not, that, that was more of like dozing off. I slept on the way there though, for sure. Took uh, some sleeping pills and they worked. Um, but, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel, I feel like, uh, I feel like I haven't really like, like dived back into life yet. Even though I've been, <laughs> I've worked, I've, I've worked like three shifts already since I've been back. It's probably not the best idea, but um, I just feel like I'm on like, I still feel like like I'm in a haze. Yeah. Um, anyway, <clears throat> I'll be good tomorrow. Tomorrow will be my. <laughs> I was waiting. To, I was waiting for Mike to get back, and then I'll start start life too. That's uh, yeah. Well, um, and I will not be doing the seventy-five power, whatever you guys call it. <laughs> yeah, no, seventy-five and me, whatever. Seventy-five and me. <laughs> wait, um, wait, what is that, by the way? Just so, okay. So seventy-five hard, like 75 the original, hard. as a as a like a kind of a whole, is that you do seventy-five days straight, and it's less of like a fitness program, and the way that they say it is, it's more of a mental toughness program. So in the original 75 hard, it is you do two workouts a day. Um, I think for they have to be at least an hour each. One of them has to be outdoors. Mm. Um, you have to drink a gallon of water a day. You have to drink take a progress photo every day. You have to read 10 pages of a book, preferably self-help a day. And then you have to um, stick to a, some sort of diet. Like whatever that diet is, stick to it. Mm. For seventy five days. Oh, okay. This is what okay. I had a coworker that was doing this. Yeah, so it's it's more of like just just kind of breaking that cycle of like, oh, I'll do it later or like you know like it's just kind of just a mental toughness thing. I am not trying to take it to that extreme because to me it's not. I don't want to do this as like I'm going to do seventy five days and then be done with it. For me, the seventy five days is more of like just making sure I stay consistent. Getting a new habit. Yeah. Um, but so for me, like I'm not doing like a I'm not doing like a strict diet per se, but it's gonna be more like, hey, make healthier choices, portion control, right? Like you don't if you go to a portion control, what is that? Yeah. That's that's probably the <laughs> biggest that thing that we struggle with. What does that mean? Like if we if I if I go to like a a, a burger place, right, I'm not gonna get a double or a triple i'm gonna get just a fucking regular burger like a normal human being type thing um uh i'm gonna cut out soda uh, on mine like that was kind of when i what i when i did best cutting out soda um and then for me since i already read already anyways i don't know if you guys knew that i didn't know you could read (laughs) it's kind of weird i already read anyway so that's not really like a uh like a challenge to me so i'm gonna um instead i'm having myself at at least play 30 minutes of guitar a day oh cool so that's cool yeah come back and practice like you know do whatever so but yeah just it's kind of just like to kind of reset and 
Like, when I was in Costa Rica, the food was actually, like, um, okay, the Costa Rican food was fire. And, like, we ate at this restaurant off the resort, mm-hmm. and that was, it, I don't know if you saw the pictures I posted of, like, the tomahawk steak and all that stuff like that. It was fucking incredible. And, dude, like, that tomahawk was two and a half pound tomahawk for 45 bucks. Wow. Like, that's stupid. Surf, the surf and turf, like, what we did was we all went as a big group. And then we all ordered like food and then we ordered like four tomahawks for the table. So like each section would just have one. Everybody could kind of cut off. Of it. Damn. Um, <clears throat> and then I ordered the surf and turf, which was like lobster and steak. And that was lobster, steak, uh, mashed potatoes, vegetables. And it was like 35 bucks. Like Damn. it was insane. So, um, <clears throat> but, but then of course, like you're eating outdoors, you know, and like, it's like you're in the jungle basically. It's like, Something about eating outside, I feel like in your in a tropical place where it just feels not as bad. Yeah. <laughs> even though even though you're eating you could be eating like whatever, you could be eating like McDonald's, but just the fact that you're like outdoor and I feel like most of the time probably where you're at was it like humid and stuff. Yeah, so humid. Yeah. I'm like, like sweating it out while I eat. I'm actually I'm actually losing weight like, <laughs> as, I'm eating, as I'm eating this. Yeah. I'm this is the workout. Out. Um but the the food on the resort, not that great. Like really? the, the, bro- the breakfast buffet was cool, um, but like, well, was it just like a bunch of fruits and like just a couple of meats? And it stuff? was super Americanized. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. that resort, I mean, you even like everything was priced in American dollars too. Mm. So, um, but it was like burgers and fries and like a lot of shit that you could just get at home. Yeah. Um, but of course, like some there were some weird variations that they would make. Like you get a club sandwich, and it was like, like. A chicken breast with a slice of ham and then cheese melted over it with bacon. Like, you know, uh, the quesadillas, everything was like mozzarella cheese. So like weird like mozzarella cheese quesadillas and stuff like that. Karima, other than the fruits, Karima kind of had a hard time finding things that she could eat because everything was like, con carne. (laughs) So, um, but she... uh, she liked to get nice and hammered and ask for nachos and then pass out before they got there type deal. Nice. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had a, uh, I, I guess I'll just real quick go through Costa Rica yeah. and we can get into the bulk of the Australia tour. <laughs> we had a debacle. I was like coasting on easy street, um, Thursday before we were getting ready to fly out. My dad was going to come pick us up, just shoot us over to Ontario. <clears throat> we were going to fly to Dallas, have a, a couple-hour layover, and then um, red-eye flight, and then fly to to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flight was at 11.50. I get a message, or I get a message from American Airlines at, like, 7 that said, your flight has been canceled. <clears throat> and then it was like, please hold, we're trying to rebook you, right? And then five minutes later, it goes your flight has been canceled. We could not rebook you. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? So now I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. Shit. So I call Austin and Austin's like, wait, what do you mean? And I, so I explained the situation. I guess there was like weather in Dallas, like mm. thunderstorms and stuff. Dude. Yeah. That's the whole thing. They have yeah. like crazy hail, you know? <clears throat> so, um, so they, uh, like, and then I'm trying to work with the travel agent. Her fucking phone's off. I can't just switch my flight because the next available flight was Saturday. I wouldn't make it in time. This is a whole mess. And then Austin's like, fuck it. Like, like I just pulled up the Alaska Airlines. There's a flight out of LAX in like two hours. You just got to make it there. I'm going to book you guys the last couple of seats. And I was like, don't do that yet because I got to make sure I can get my money back. Mm-hmm. And then so then finally the travel agent calls me back and she's like, um, 
<clears throat> well, you know, like well, you can't just switch airlines because then you'll lose your your plane ticket like as a no show. And I was like, well, then what do I do? And then she's like, well, there's no other flights. Well, she's like, and I was just like, fucking awesome. Book the flights. I'll send you cash, like, yeah. whatever. So he goes to book the flights. <clears throat> He's like, I'll just take, just don't worry about it. Like, just get on that fucking plane. Start driving to LAX. Yeah. So I call my dad. I'm like, yo, can you get us like now? And he's mm-hmm. like, what? And I was like, we have to go to LAX. He's like, shit, okay. <laughs> so he's like, I'm on my way. Gets in the car. And like at this point in time, I was coasting. I was like, I'm going to shower at like eight. And then I just, be, you know, so I run in the shower and I'm like <laughs> on the phone, like booking the flight while I'm like, like scrubbing my oh, armpits my and shit, dude. And it was like this whole mess. We, fu- we made it to LAX. Thank God there was like no traffic, no wrecks or anything like mm-hmm. that. Made it to LAX, get to the gate, get inside, um, and then get on this flight. And because we were the la- there were three tickets left on the plane. We got two of them. One was like on seat 11, and then one was like in seat 37. So sit Karama down at 11. I'm like, hey, you know. <laughs> see you. Yeah. Salud. We'll see you later. <laughs> I go to the back, and, I, and there's a guy sitting in my seat with the baby in the middle and then his wife. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, hey, I'm right here. He's like, oh, all right, mate. Oh, it's such a fucking Australian dude, sure. right? I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, all right, let's try this out. And he sits down and gets the baby in the middle. And then so he, I sit down next to him, and the baby's like, she's being really chill. She's like super cute little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like trying to stand, and then she keeps falling and like grabbing my leg. And he's like, no, no, no don't touch him, don't touch him. And I was like, look, it's fine. Like, I have a three-year-old at the house. Mm-hmm. I get it. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. You're like, it's fine. Children touch me. Yeah. Just, <laughs> kids, just, kids just touch me. It's weird. <laughs> Um, and then so like he was like, he was saying all this, all the like, oh, he's like, oh, well, you know, she's where are you from? And we were just shining back and forth. And right before the plane takes off, Karima texts me and she goes, hey, the person next to me didn't show. So there's a seat up here. And I go, okay. And she's like, there's a flight attendant in front of me. I just asked her if you could take the seat. And she said, yes, you just have to wait until the fasten seatbelt sign turns off. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. So we took off and I just made sure it was like, it wasn't like the guy next to her bought both seats or anything like right, that. Right. <clears throat> and the guy was like, the f- guy near me, the flight attendant was like, yeah, cool. You're good to go up there. Sick. So I told you, I was like, Hey, my girl found a seat up there. And he was funny. He was like, he was like, Oh, that's awesome. Right. And he's like, um, he's like, how, how about this? You watch her and I'll go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go through the yeah. You watch her. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, whatever works. And he's like, no. So they got, they ended up getting the road to themselves, which was cool. That's cool. Um, Everyone won, which that's what I thought. <laughs> Until I get up to the seat, Karama moves over to the middle, and you know how there's those random like oh, walls yeah. that have no place for you to put your feet underneath. Yeah, it's, and it's worse. It's, it's worse. worse, and that's where I was. So for five and a half hours, I was hence just like why this. That's why those seats were open. Yeah, it was like this for five and a half hours. My legs just like and like in order for me to to stretch out, like stretch my right leg out, I had to turn my whole body. <laughs> And put both legs in the aisle like this uh, and just fucking wave my feet. <laughs> and it was so miserable. And here's Karima like snoring. I didn't sleep that entire flight. <clears throat> I just muscled it out, made it to made it to Costa Rica. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And then we get to Costa Rica. Car service arrangements weren't made for us because our flight now changed and we're there earlier. So oh, I had to like shit. tell the dude like, hey. You guys are our travel service for later. Is there room on this transport so we can go now? Because we're, we're set for later. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. And like we barely Dang, that's made cool. it. And luckily it was all people from the wedding party. <clears throat> 
but still it was like and then from there it was an hour and a half to the resort so we're on this like bus like, <laughs> you know, like riding through costa rica which is cool man like a ton of motorcycles a ton of like there was a like right when you get in there's fucking taco bell <laughs> and burger king and like oh, yeah, all these dude. super american like yeah. fast food places and then one like gallo pollo or something yeah. like that and i was like i want to eat there yeah. but then they just kept going <laughs> so um, See, I would trust I would trust Guatemala and Taco Bell more than I would trust Sydney Taco. Dude, Bell. I was seeing pictures of their menu, and there's like all kinds of like different shit like that they have. Oh, yeah. I was like, what is that? What is that? Where do we get that? Dude, my, my, Montreal uh, Montreal Taco Bell has like poutine on their menu. That's sick. Yeah, I know. Like, I think I think like Japanese McDonald's has like um, like masubis and stuff like that, like the rice balls and everything. <clears throat> Fuck. I want um, I know. <laughs> it's gonna be too late. <laughs> Damn it. Um, and then yeah, so we we finally get to the resort. Our room's not ready until three. It's seven thirty a.m. And you travel all night. And we travel all night. I haven't slept. So I call Austin. He's like, "Yeah, buddy, put your stuff in our room. Go put our stuff in his room. Change into shorts. Go down to the pool and just immediately start drinking." <laughs> now. I'm going to be plainly and blatantly honest with you guys. Day one was not a great day because <laughs> we got hammered by the pool. It was a long day of travel. We finally got our room. We got back to the room that night and me and Karima got into the biggest fight we've ever gotten to in my entire, in our entire like relationship. Of course in like paradise. In paradise on <laughs> night one. But the good thing was we got it out of the way night one. Okay, good. A lot yeah. of it was just, we were tired from traveling. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, she's not much of a drinker. Like she, right. it only takes a couple of drinks and she's fucked up. Well, she mm. was shots, shots, <laughs> shots, palomas, 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 shots, shots. She realizes all. she's like, like <laughs> fifty pounds, right? Like she I think she realized it by the by like the end of the trip. She mm -hmm. she figured it out, right? She's like one of those like <laughs> lap dogs that they're like massive. Like they think they're massive, but they're not. It's like, dude. But but also like she she was trying to keep up with the girls and those girls party like Alyssa Megan what's up mm -hmm. what's up ladies all them they all have been doing this since they were you know thirteen <laughs> yeah they they're they're in the game Karima just started this like two years ago oh dang so like when everybody else is like yeah a shot she's like oh fuck a shot. And also, you know when you're floating in a pool and you're drinking and then you don't realize how much you've drank until you stand up and get out of that pool <laughs> and like your whole world just collapses on you? That happened to her. <laughs> and it was just this whole thing. <clears throat> Part of it was my fault because I was like, yo, you need to fucking chill. And she's like, don't tell me to chill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was just like, yeah. and, and like what I meant by that was, hey, chill for now. We'll go so we can party reset later, and then yeah. we'll party later, right? Um so yeah yeah so it was <laughs> dude okay and then I, i'll tell you this i i did not like i got buzzed i didn't get shit faced the entire time because you're probably sweating it out yeah uh, because it was so hot that like every drink or every shot that i would take it would just come out of me yeah. so then i would just feel like shitty yeah like oh i just drank <laughs> 78 palomas and i feel fine more, um, more you just feel more of the sugar than the yeah. alcohol <clears throat> so but it was fun though. I had I had a good time. When when we uh, I, I, I let's say I tracked down some uh, illegal 
illegal Costa Rican flowers while I was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a mission and a half, too. Like, we found the one Jamaican guy on the beach, and <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. you know? Hey, do you? Uh, uh... Hey, do you happen to? I got whatever you need, man. Like, yeah, that guy. Okay, cool. <clears throat> um, but it was cool, man. The, the, the wedding portion that we went there for was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, the wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went there for Austin, Austin and Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were renewing their vows. They'd been together 10 years. Um, and uh, it was yeah it was it was cool man Uh, Austin got a custom three piece suit sweat all the way through it (laughs) it was so hot Um, but yeah I I mean like the food was like I said was so Americanized but the uh, the fruits were incredible like fresh watermelon fresh mangoes Mm. guava like papaya the papaya was like sweet um, again and you feel probably like you probably feel good you're like dude i'm being so, yeah i'm like i'm being so healthy right now yeah and, and crime was like you just ate like the equivalent of seven mangoes in one yeah. sitting i'm like yeah 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 it's fine it's fine it's, fine. it's all it's all good awesome. give me another paloma yeah. <laughs> you know so um <clears throat> but yeah we were you know after night one everything got a lot better after that and we just we, we had a good time oh. we had a good time burnt um, before we move on from this, you want to talk about your uh, the raccoons you got tonight? <laughs> yeah, so um, one of the one of the one of my favorite things about Costa Rica um, was I felt like a Disney princess, right? <laughs> I would I would walk out into my back patio and here's the the rainforest and here's like monkeys, right? Like there's little monkeys running back and forth baby monkeys like you walk onto the onto the, out your uh your hotel room and there's like 13 monkeys like wrestling and playing oh like gosh, on so just cool. like right there <clears throat> um matter of fact if, if i'll look at the timestamp, maybe i'll maybe i'll put a clip right here <laughs> um but like there was like there was like uh i went to the stairs and these monkeys were like running up and down the stairs and then one of them just peeked its head out through the railing at me and i was like Hello, friend. Another one we we um, we weren't supposed to do it, but we you know left some fruit on the porch. Mm-hmm. Um, oops. <clears throat> oops, and then we had a monkey sitting there eating pineapple like, right on the porch. So cool. um, and then one night, one night we uh, happened to be heading back from the beach. We're we're walking through where they had just had a wedding. They were cleaning up, and um, there were these fucking adorable beautiful majestic raccoons who had unzipped the back of the it <laughs> unzipped the back of the of the cart and they were taking snacks with their little thumbs you know their little hands mm-hmm. and just eating these snacks right <laughs> and uh so austin went to fist bump one he got a little fist bump on the nose you got a kiss instead he got a kiss instead um i held my hand out and got to got to touch these and these <laughs> These raccoons were beautiful. They didn't look like the crackhead meth raccoons. No, they were so freaking cute. <laughs> oh, freaking. And even in one of the videos, Austin's, Austin's going to fist bump it. And I'm like, dude, you're living out someone's dream right now. I was my, talking about Mike. My dream. I was my talking dream. about Mike. <clears throat> my dream is living. So, yeah. And then I. I have. I've played with, I've played with babies. That's what kind of started this whole thing for me in 2010. December, December, December twenty seventh, two thousand ten. Oh man! So, yeah. So, um, 
I did what any good friend would do, and I immediately posted it to Instagram <laughs> and said, I'm living out Mike of NBR's dream. And um, I think I also texted to him, mm-hmm. which he didn't get. So luckily, Martin was there to show him <laughs> what he was Martin, missing out Martin on. Martin was like, hey, Mike, you're going you're gonna to want to see this. <laughs> you're going to want to see this. I, like, I hope you were sitting down. Was, uh, I was. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then Wait, when what? Got- <laughs> Where is this? Costa Rica? <laughs> Is that Austin? And when he got home, he uh, was texting Mike, Jesse, and I was telling him about the animals, and Mike sends me a video. He's like, I'm really, I'm really happy for you. <laughs> <I'm> so, <laughs> you see all it's that hurt. So, it's just so cool <laughs> that you got to do that. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. I said <laughs> It didn't send right away, but I sent him like the when I saw the video. It's like the picture of um, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, and he's got this like that ridiculous like smile, like angry smile on his face. I was like, "That's me." Fighting the urge. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was so that's so so happy for you. Happy for you and Austin. I share that beautiful moment. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was a good time. Well, I went to Australia. It's cool. Whatever. <laughs> Play shows. Uh, so let's let's talk let's talk Australia. So, um, <laughs> so uh, what was that? What day? What day did we take you? Uh, we left. So Mike picked Martin and I and Josh, and Josh. up at Martin's. Um, we left Tuesday night, right? Yeah. yeah. So Mike Mike picked us up, dropped us off at like like 8 30 something like that yeah and dude like everything went so smoothly like we like the price it 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 cost to check everything in and everything like it was like way cheaper than we thought it would be i mean still a good amount but it was a lot cheaper than we thought super smooth like we went through customs everything super fast and it was just like one of those things where we're like dude like i keep waiting for something bad to happen I keep yeah. waiting for them to stop us somewhere. Like, and it was nothing. Everything was so smooth. Like, um, like the, uh, uh, what's it called? The group that brought us out there, they did a pretty good job uh, handling all our visas and stuff. So it was every, everything was super smooth. And so we we leave uh, LA like I think our flight's at eleven fifty p.m. or yeah. so Tuesday night. And uh, that flight, I think it's like a twelve hour flight to Fiji. Mm-hmm. And then from Fiji to to Adelaide, it's like a, it was a six-hour flight. And so we um, lean, so to save a lot of money, we we left Tuesday instead of leaving on Monday. Leaving on Monday would have given us like a full day to like to acclimate, acclimate, yeah, chill, maybe practice. Since we were meeting up with uh, our buddy Christian, who was filling in for base. <laughs> But um, instead, we saved more money and we showed up day of the show. And thankfully, the the dudes in proposal they had um, they wanted to work some stuff out on their set, so they rented a space uh, in Adelaide. Oh, cool! And they hit us up and they're like, "Hey, if you guys want to come hang, come come through." And so we were like, "Yeah, actually, would it be cool if we like jumped in there after you?" And it ended up like they only had like worked through like one song, and then they had it booked for like I don't know a couple hours. Are you sure they only had to work through one song, or did? Did you guys just kind of big dick them and you're like, hey, <laughs> can we use that space? And like, oh yeah, I guess you guys are taking us out on tour. Uh, we're like, 
No, they're, no, they're so they're so freaking rad. They like and they yeah they paid for it and everything. So we show up and it was rad because you know we're super tired. But I did sleep. I took a good amount of uh, Nyquil Z. <laughs> so I tra- traveled and I took the pills. So I was just like hanging out. I was gonna watch like Liar Liar and then I was just like. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I'm glad you got to sleep on your flight. <laughs> but my feet, my feet, my feet through. I was basically like a pencil. <laughs> but, um, it's <laughs> so great. Dude. Yeah. So, um, so it was cool because we got to jam with Christian because <laughs> otherwise it would have been like night of like, yeah. we're like, Hey, let's hope this goes well. And, uh, and so like he, uh, we got to jam with him and, and then we went to the show and like we got to stop by um, our accommodations, which is something MBR is not used to. Yeah, <laughs> we had hotels every night. I wasn't much. used to seeing you guys sleeping in beds. Yeah, it weird. It was a, uh, it was rad. So we we went and we kind of like dropped our stuff off, and then like kind of just basically I basically just like laid down, and like stretched my back and legs for a little bit, and then we off to the venue. And the first show was Adelaide Thursday night. We didn't play until about twelve thirty. It's a long day. I would have been tired if that was here. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. And then, and then we all, and we knew like going into the next day, it was like more of a drive to Melbourne. There's the next show that we had to be on the road by six. So we didn't get back to like our hotel until two. And yeah, so that was, so we were off to like a pretty rough, pretty rough start. Day one, man. Day one sucks. Day ones are bad, but you get them, you know, get them done out of the, get them out of the way. Yeah. But, um, but it was cool, man. Like meeting, uh, like, like meeting like Damon, like we who we had, we got to interview him. I mean, just such a rad dude. He's so he's so sweet. The whole the all everyone on that tour was so rad. Yeah. Like all the outsider dudes, all the proposal dudes. Um, Which, to be fair, if you guys if you guys checked out the episode that we did with Damon, I don't know if we fully mentioned because I think that was in the beginning before we actually started the show that he had bird flu when he was on the show. Oh yeah, that's right. When he was on the show, I forgot about that. So he like that's kind of why he was home and was able to do the show. But he was like he had been traveling and he got sick with the bird flu and then still did the episode with us. Yeah, which was fucking rad. Thank you, dude. Um, I feel like a dickhead now because he would talk about how he's like he's like man, I'm just trying to get my lungs to where they wouldn't be. And in my mind, I'm like, well, yeah, just warm up more. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, my bad, David. My bad. But like, I mean, they were just so cool. Like, it was just, I just love when like, um, like the, like anything. Like we had, we had, you know, our little crew with us. We had a shout out to Jaunty, who was our our tour manager. Mm-hmm. Um, this was kind of like his first time doing it, and he freaking killed it. He did, you know, he he uh, he he's there's come some couple things he had to learn on on the fly, but uh, he he did well, and uh, and then we had our sound our sound guy. It was Jasper. Both of them drove. Jasper probably drove the most and did sound. And uh, they were just like, they're the raddest. <laughs> they're the raddest like little team we had. And uh, it was just the seven of us traveling together. Um, but like the dudes, the dudes in the other bands were always like hitting us up and asking us if we need anything or like, um, like always recommending like spots to check out and stuff, which is really cool. But um, you know what I like to remind people for this stuff for as fun as like touring is 
It's a lot of work. I'm not on vacation. Yeah. Like, it's not a vacation. So, like, it's, uh, yeah, we, it's like, what can you squeeze on the way to where you have to be? Mm. You know? And so we made, we made some pretty, <laughs> some pretty good stops, some fun ones. Um, and, uh, and the shows, I've, I've made some notes. So, um, like shows of note where we played and uh, we played a place called the Volta and Ballorat. And uh, that show, that show was probably the best show of the tour as far as like attendance goes. Um, it was hard to tell because like, I think on paper we sold it out, mm-hmm. but also like immediately after our set, it became a nightclub. Um, so, you know, yeah. Started seeing, you know, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're not here for us, but they're here. Um, <laughs> And it was just cool. Like the whole staff, the venue staff was really was really rad to us. Um, by the end of the night, we were like friends with all the bartenders and stuff, and they were all excited that we were like shouting them out. I forget that like like tipping isn't a normal thing. Yeah. And so we were like saying stuff like take care of your bartenders and stuff. Yeah. So they were all like excited. Like we were, I think, even calling them out and stuff. Yeah. But um, anyway, so that was that was a good uh, <clears throat> that was a good night to kind of like blow off some steam. Um. I I experienced pho that day. I had pho. Really? So you you this was a, a nice little culture shock tour for you. You got you ate all the stuff that you never want to eat with me and Martin. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was good. And it was good for what it was. I normally would not want want to eat pho, but it was rainy and cold. Perfect. I felt like I was kind of getting sick. Or I was sick, but I felt like I was like I, I don't know. And so that was like, that was kind of perfect for that. Yeah. And um, actually, I think after that show is when I started to feel like much better. But um, yeah, food wise, like, I don't think people understand that like, in Australia, their food is so good. But because, so basically, think of any time that you would, you would put hot sauce on anything, they do barbecue sauce or buffalo sauce. Fair. Which I'm here for. Totally here for all about it, dude. Breakfast sandwiches, they're brekkie sandwiches, which is like you know, sausage, egg, cheese, uh, hash brown, and then barbecue sauce. Huh, <laughs> it was now. Is this a sweet barbecue sauce? Is this like a vinegary, spi- uh, spicy, like spicy? Is it a I think a little, a little more vinegary, okay? A little okay. sweet, I mean, sweet, sweet enough, but um, yeah, that was like we had. We had a uh, we had Hungry Jacks, which is basically Burger King. Yeah, and it just tastes different. Yeah, it just does. Like the the food there, it's not. You can just tell that it's like, it's like from local places. Yeah, as opposed to like you know you you you're like is this, is this even really lettuce? Well, that 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 was kind of one of the things that we had pointed out in Costa Rica that even though like the food was very Americanized on on the resort, like pizza or shit like that or burgers, right? You could still taste like in the pizza. This is fresh tomato sauce, yeah. right? There's no sugar and preservatives. Mm-hmm. Like they made that sauce from fresh tomatoes that day, yeah. or or at least that week, you know, whatever it was. Um, and then like you could tell, like the meat's different, right? Like it doesn't. I I don't know how to explain it, but it it just it's not all pumped up with like hormones and like preservatives and stuff like that, you know. So yeah, it's kind of a different different game altogether. Yeah, and. Everything like oh, they're saying how in Australia, uh, is it fructose? Is that what it is? High fructose corn syrup. Yeah, is illegal. So Which like is, in all our food, 
It's in literally everything. Literally everything out here. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just felt like I just felt like uh, like I was worried because I was yeah, I was eating quite a bit out there. Yeah. Um. And uh, and I came back and I weighed myself and I was like basically kind of the same was when I left. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you're okay there, bud. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never seen your body contort in that kind of way. <laughs> I was like, this could be bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it was cool. So um, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't want to be a downer, and I don't want to talk shit ever, because I felt like. One on one aspect, uh, borderline the group that are Brendan, super nice dude, super rad dude, uh, who booked us out there. I think he did a great job as far as getting us out there, getting all our visas taken care of, uh, arranging transportation, arranging like our our guarantees for this were like really good, and so um, it covered everything. Like we 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 didn't have to pay. Like a lot of times, uh, like you're almost paying like for half of yeah. like everything. You're paying for half the transportation. You're paying for your flights. Uh, you know, there's always always a lot. But I mean, we we were taken care of as far as everything on like the booking side was handled. The area that we didn't realize until halfway through the tour was he also was acting as the promoter for these shows. Oh, okay. And for anyone who might not understand that, like it's. That's like a lot. it's a lot. That's like, a lot, especially for that many shows across that a, wide of a fucking. It'd be it'd be like it, it's like it's like you have one promoter for the whole West Coast. Yeah, like San Diego to yeah, and to and the, promoting every show for every night. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, so like knowing that it was just him, you know, a lot of these shows that we were finding out like they didn't really get the push that they normally would have. We started to hear back from a lot of our friends after the fact. Being like, dude, we knew you guys were coming. We didn't know it was tonight. We didn't see anything for this. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, you guys don't follow no bragging rights on Instagram. I know. You guys don't follow no bragging rights on well, Facebook. Well, the few that we did, they're like, dude, I saw your thing today, so we came. Damn, that's yeah. So, uh, yeah, and like our um, so our buddy, our buddy, shout out to our boy uh, Christian who filled in for us on bass. Uh, he's in a sick band called uh, Burning Hell. <laughs> If, uh, yeah, it's if you they're on uh, if you've heard they're they're sick. Uh, he's also in, in another really cool band. It's completely different style of music called Mowgli. Mm-hmm. And um, why have I heard that name before? They've been around for a long time. He he's he's only he's been in Mowgli. I want to say maybe for the past like two years. But the band has been around for a while. Yeah, the band's been around for like ten over ten years or something like that. Okay. And so um, so anyway, so Christian is like he's like in the hardcore scene stuff. And he was he had talked to his friends like after our Sydney show because Sydney for us we thought it was gonna go off. If anyone doesn't know, Sydney is our highest downloaded uh, like city when when we look at all our online things. Like Sydney is the top of it, and so we were we were kind of like, oh, Sydney's gonna go off, and it you know it was okay, but it wasn't yeah. like like the venues that we were getting booked at. They weren't like like we had one show, which was the Ballarat show, that was probably sold out. And the rest of them were like, like pretty low attendance, which I'm not complaining about that. I'm not like we like I wouldn't be surprised if no one came. Yeah, we've been gone. We've been on a you know you've been gone for so long, and then to just be like, all right, we're playing internationally. Yeah, and we're back, and uh, you know, and this is we had been here for ten years, but um, 
but also it was kind of one of those things where like when we started to promote and we started to reach out and we started having that feedback people were like dude i would have come yeah but i either have plants tonight or like um or like uh i think there's one one band hit us up like dude we had a show tonight we wouldn't have played if we knew you guys showed what's tonight yeah like we wouldn't have done that like and so that was kind of cool because it kind of made us feel a little bit better that's like oh and they they didn't book locals on these shows they booked locals but i don't know again like this is one dude yeah from one place i don't know how he knew what i don't know how he i don't know what his process was for picking some of these bands yeah like the ones um like some some like all the all the locals were good like style wise a couple that were like not like you know maybe probably wouldn't i'm I'm all for the mixed bill but also like some of them like oh some would have done better than others yeah yeah um and like, and then the ones, the locals that you know were of the scene or knew who we were, like they, they, they drew a little bit. They brought some of their crowd, but um, it was just kind of like, it, you know, there could have been, uh, there, there could have been a lot better promotion. And uh, had we known that, we would probably done stuff on our end, but we didn't. We don't. Like I've, I've never heard of a booking agent who's also the promoter for every show. Yeah, yeah. You would think that. Um <clears throat> at the very least the the venues themselves would be start you know pushing the shows that they yeah. have in there yeah yeah and on our last show we played we played in brisbane it was brisbane really cool dude shout out to dylan i don't know if you'll ever see this man dylan thank you so much uh for just taking care of us he he was the he was he's like the the bar manager venue manager of the back room in brisbane and we get there and uh and he tells us like He's like, hey man, I, like, Dude, I, 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 honestly, I've only heard you guys of, like this past week, but I, I love it. I've been like playing it, you know, I'm soaking you guys. Like he hooked, like he had us prepared for like we were, like this like like headlining act that was gonna sell out the venue. Like the like he had, he's like, I'm, I'm gonna have like we have pizzas, vegan pizzas, whatever you want, we'll send them to you. We have, uh, f- you know, fruit and veggie trays that are here for you. We have tons of water. We have whatever alcohols you guys want. Like just completely taking care of us and they gave us like the big suite on on top of like their their venue which is rad and so for him like you know we play and that was that was kind of the better shows it was a nice show to end on we had like friends coming out for that one and you know but again it's not it wasn't a sold out show yeah and like for hearing his reaction to it like he was just kind like he was he was very uh he was like He's like, this isn't Brisbane. Like, this isn't a representation of what this is. Like, you guys should have been playing for more people. It was like, I didn't know that it was going to be this. If I'd known, I would have taken over the show. I would have promoted it. I would have done this. I would have, you know. So, you know, it was it was nice. It was nice to hear that. Um, you know, and again, like, I don't I don't want to sound ungrateful because the for the show for for everyone that did show up, we had a great time. Yeah, and we met some really awesome people. Had some really good conversations, some tough ones, obviously, but like, it was, it was, it was a good experience. You know, every night, you know, you get to hear something different with like the bands we're touring with or the locals. You know, we had one night where it was kind of we knew it might be a smaller show, and so like the entire tour package was moshing, two stepping. I even two stepped, like, oh, and yeah. <laughs> regretted it afterwards. <laughs> Felt it in your knees. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what's funny and this is like coming from me was i saw i saw with tron and there was a part uh i think it was outsider outsider for anyone who hasn't heard of them, they're heavy 
Yeah. So they have some like fun mosh parts. And so there's a part where I was just like, I want to, I think I'm going to mosh. But then I was like, I don't want to be a dickhead and like hit the few, <laughs> the, few yeah. the few people that are here and the like people, the few people that came. Yeah. And so I, just, I was talking with Tron. I was like, I was like, hey, do you know how to mosh without like like hitting people? <laughs> without hitting people? <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go out there and do the the old hardcore dances. I know. I just yeah. But, but anyway, so it was fun. Every show, every show is cool. You know, every um, you know the the one the ones that came out made the shows and. Again, the tour package that we were out with, they're just, they're, every night they were like the ones like giving us energy, you know, they were like probably singing uh, <laughs> most of the songs um, and like moshing pretty much at the set. Like, it's, so, it, I don't know, it, it was, it was fun. The, uh, trying to think shows of note or just things of note. Um, throughout the tour, I don't know if anyone saw our tour videos I was making. But Tron is like perfecting the one foot two step or the one big leg, one big leg, <laughs> basically one. Big. So that became, that became something fun. Anywhere we'd stop, he would just be like, Mike, I'm like, all right. And then halfway through, I started doing, uh, oh, when we were in Sydney, we went to go to the Sydney opera house, you know? And so we're out there and of course we're like surrounded by like influencers, you know? And so I was watching this like couple and like the guy was like doing the most, like running like frantically around her, trying to get her like, you know, doing her thing. So then of course I just like. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I like to, and Tron saw it too. He's like, I got you. So then I started, that became our thing too. Like, you just like run around me and like we put in slow motion. And I, would, I would do like, I do like spins and stuff. So, for for those of you guys that are uh, just purely walking blind listeners, um, that's what Mike was doing instead of working on walking blind stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI, continue. And so, and what, but what's funny about these videos, is uh, the first video I did, I was just I was so tired and I was like, I don't want to edit this down. Yeah. So I just I just sped it, sped up. it all up. I sped it all up and I put it up that way. And I was like, that was the first one. Cool. And then the, hey, the second the second Hey, what's up guys? This is like who we are. Yeah. And then like the so then it's so like the next day, you know, I'm like every time I'm videoing something, I s I went back to kind of like make more like like you know vlog style vlog, yeah yeah but like 
dude, I'd be listening and I'm like, oh, I can't use that. <laughs> can't use that. That word's not okay. Or like, or like, okay, I don't think, I don't think they want him. I don't think, you know. <laughs> and yeah. it, it was just like, it was just, you know, it's just like funny stuff. Like, you know, light tower, I'm trying to get a nice pretty picture of it and someone's like, looks like a giant cock. <laughs> you know, like, like, mm. So my then, my favorite was the picture that you posted in front of the Sydney Opera House, the ten year, <laughs> <laughs> and I I saw Mike post that and I I sent him a message and I said, ten years, same shorts, <laughs> still fits, still fits, <laughs> and he was like, dude, I think I might have to ditch the windbreaker, <laughs> and I was like, sometimes change is good, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, I was, and for the most part, I had been when I traveled. I've been wearing these like these uh, awesome, comfortable uh, sweat shorts, mm-hmm. pockets. Oh, 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 and Crocs and Crocs, oh, yeah. dude. Off-road Crocs, off-road Crocs. They're the they're the uh, what are they called? Adventure Crocs. Or Adventure whatever. Crocs. Yeah. If you guys don't know me, you guys have no you guys have no clue who I am. Um, I thought I knew, dude. <laughs> Like, all I see is Martin's poses. There's cracks in this lake. Like, oh. <laughs> Dude, they're so comfy. And they're perfect. They're perfect for traveling. And so I'd been wearing these gray shorts or, or pants. I've been just wearing my pants. And that was like the one day that I really like went out and was wearing those kind of shorts. And it was for that fucking picture. Same dude. fucking picture. <laughs> those are new shorts, by the way, guys. <laughs> They're a little more form fitting than the last pair that you had. Yeah, those other ones, those the other ones, uh, I had those for Warp Tour, Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things where like they're the only shorts I could really ride with unless unless I had other ones. But they like they're they immediately sweat through, Mm -hmm. and so like immediately get that stain and like the. Thankfully, it like it happened like right away. Like as soon as I woke up, looked like I pissed myself basically. (laughs) just there and it was kind of embarrassing but the only like nice thing is that like they just they were just drenched always mm-hmm. and so they always looked dark yeah and it was just gross and wet Ugh. yeah you're pouring water on your pants yeah i was like <laughs> this isn't good oh, no. yeah. weird but yeah so uh what was i gonna say i don't know there's a lot <laughs> a lot of stuff like, kangaroos out in the wild is a conspiracy Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we didn't see him. What what is uh what was your favorite what was your favorite thing that you ate? So, I mean, oddly, I mean, surprise surprise, I went I stopped at a sushi spot. It was no, I didn't bring anything. That's like one of those things. I didn't like, bring anything either. Yeah, dude, like i like for me I feel I'm like, dude, I had a backpack. Yeah. I was stuff in it. really light. Yeah. I was uh, a <laughs> I literally had everything in my backpack. Um, just because I thought like we're gonna have to like be checking stuff in, and I show up and Martin has his own little his bag and his backpack and stuff. I was like, "What? Fuck you guys!" Well, wait, you know you can bring a bag and then a personal item on the plane. Yeah, so I can... thought I'd have to. I thought one of my personal items have to be like Martin's With kick. Oh, or something. oh, gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha, I went gotcha. prepared to be a full on G, <laughs> full team player. And Martin has like his backpack and his little his little duffel bag with all his stuff in it. I was just like, 
What you got there? Like multiple how long sweaters? Did, how, <laughs> multiple jeans? He a had third shoes. pair of shoes? He had a ton of shoes. <laughs> he did. We, he really we did. Had, we had a conversation about which shoes he was going to bring <laughs> before he packed. Um, how long did that uh, that duffel bag last with the merch? It lasted. It did? Yeah. The whole trip? Yeah. yeah. I was a little worried. Me too. Um, Especially because you didn't have a shoulder strap. Dude, that wasn't, oh man, that was another thing. We, so, okay. So, dude, shout out to Ollie for printing our merch. Um, so, based on the venue sizes. You guys printed a lot of merch, huh? Yeah, I mean, dude, again, why, like, I don't, you know, I don't want to talk shit. No. But, like, based on the venue sizes of the places we're playing, um, and based on how much we were getting paid, we just assumed, because, like, so just quick for anyone who doesn't understand, like, when you get when you book a tour, the booking agent books these venues, and the way he books the venues is he gets uh, someone buys the buys the night basically. So a promoter, and there's multiple promoters for the show. It's just whoever thinks they could you know, they can do the most for the show. Right. And so you know, like, uh, and it's, a lot of it is agreed on. Like, hey, um, you know, this you know this band is coming in, and this is how much they're they're asking for. And then promoters will either like kind of like bid on it or they'll be like hey i'll you know we can do it for this you know and and that's how it usually works because promoters that are attached to certain venues or, or certain areas they know their area they know how to promote in their area mm -hmm. and so a promoter that takes on these shows are usually on the hook for this money yeah you know and so which is wild that we mentioned earlier that this guy was the promoter for every yeah. one of the shows that, that, that's why it's such a kind of like a it's such an oddball scenario yeah to be in. it's it's like it's like not a thing in the united states yeah and so um and um and so yeah so we we you know we were like dude we're getting we're getting paid this much amount of money like he's some like the, the promoters at these shows must have confidence in these shows yeah especially the size of these venues so yeah so we we got merch accordingly <laughs> those merch sales dude dude like like it felt like 2011 for us <laughs> like it felt like those days where yeah it was, it was rough man um thankfully ollie the guy who did our merch um he basically like we're not on the hook he, he took it back he's gonna sell it through his online store okay so we don't owe what wasn't so we would have had to eat that money like yeah. that's a lot yeah and also or we have to take them back with us which is yeah. like we don't have room yeah. <laughs> like and so you know um but you know again at the end of the day like it was it was it was a success like we met a lot of really cool people um we got to see some old friends some old friends came out which is really rad um you had to shake the dust off like that. You that like you were you were legit on tour again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just wild. That was Australia first one. <laughs> um, so I I was uh, I I thought about this, but I thought about it too late mm -hmm. because I was kind of thinking I had a weird uh, in my delirium of being awake for a long time had like a weird existential crisis for like an hour. Like what? What do I do if and when NVR starts touring more often? Like how do we keep this show 
going when you're guys are on tour, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, because obviously Mike's not going to edit videos. <laughs> <laughs> give, give me a break my first one man my first one it was international but, was... but um I, I i i think we've we fucked up because what we should have done is um at least like when you you for your first night and then like maybe like after the first week or so or like the first few days like we should have been doing mental health checks with you oh yeah on the road right so the so that kind of like the evolution of things would be Instead of us sitting down to do a mental health check, we get on the video call and and basically like I'm checking in on you guys uh, to see how you guys are doing, dude. And I was like, fuck, like we should have thought about that. <laughs> I was like on the plane like this, like fucking. We should we should have really thought about this shit. Force force to confront a lot of things <laughs> in your life when you're in a plane. Yeah, when you're on a plane and you can't move your legs at all, <clears throat> dude. Also, sorry, there's like a really side, really random, really random <laughs> thing. So on the way back. I'm watching uh I'm watching uh Tron watch Meet Joe Black. <laughs> the gorilla movie was <laughs> no, no, I know what you're talking about. It's a uh, no, it's a, it's it's wasn't not that, that one. No, 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 wasn't no, that, that a gorilla movie with like Brad Pitt or some shit? No, it well, it is Brad Pitt, but he's 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 death. Wait, which one was which what which, which one am I thinking of? You're thinking of <laughs> I know what you're thinking of. But it's not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I feel like I've seen both of those movies. Hold yeah, on. There's no way they're both Meet Joe Black and they both have Brad Pitt in them. But uh it's uh it's it's Meet Joe it has Brad Pitt and Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> Is, who's in that? Is Brad Pitt even in that? It's not Brad Pitt, it's uh it's it's Bill Paxton. Um, but um Meet Joe Black, it's uh yeah. So I don't know her name, but I love her. Uh, the the love interest in Meet Joe Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Green Street Hooligans. Yeah, love or, that movie. Yeah. Too. So um, so I'm just like I'm watching I'm watching Tron watch this movie next to me, and I'm like just listening to music or whatever. And so one of my one of my big pet peeves is like, also I saw that you can't do subtitles, so if I can't hear. I like, I need subtitles. Yeah, you guys have all fucked me up with that. Now I can't watch anything without subtitles. <laughs> You're welcome. I hate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Mr. I love to read so much. <laughs> Just, sometimes I want a break, okay? Yeah. But um, so all, all this to say is like, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of want to watch this. You know, it looks, I'm terrified right now. You know, maybe this will calm my nerves. <laughs> and you, oh yeah, right. So I watched, I put it on. And for anyone who doesn't know, meet Joe Black. I don't care if this is spoilers. This movie's that from like the nineties. So it's like from the nineties, basically. So this is the premise of the of the movie. This guy and this girl meet being in the movie, Brad Pitt and this girl. And they hit it off right away. He dies immediately. <laughs> and death takes his place. And death is coming for Anthony Hawkins, who's that girl's dad. And so death tells Anthony Hopkins, "I will prolong your life if you if you entertain me in this world. If you like, let me experience life." And so Anthony Hopkins is like, "Sure." <clears throat> so death goes on to basically fuck Anthony Hopkins' daughter. <laughs> That's like the whole premise of this movie. And so death could like bang this girl, mm-hmm. and then at the end, he still takes Anthony Hopkins, 
but he returns the dude back to life. But it's like, how's that conversation go? Like, <laughs> she's like, hi, oh shit, you're here. Yeah. And, oh, you're not who I was. It's like, no, that was death. No, that was death. That was death he banged you. Yeah. And he's gone now. <laughs> took your, he took your dad. <laughs> like, that's what this movie is. <laughs> took your dad. <laughs> <laughs> took your dad. It's like, I'm like, I was like watching it and I was like, <laughs> I was like laughing kind of like, because there's like a part where like Brad Pitt as death still. You know, he's like enjoying these last moments. And mind you, he's already banged this girl. So he's like, you know, my I'm I'm ready to move on now too. And like it's like <laughs> it's so ridiculous, dude. Like, we should watch this movie and then just keep in mind that like this is supposedly death, and all he's trying to do is get in this girl's pants while he's also like like trying hanging out with her, her dad. dad. Yeah. It's so it's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I, I was like, when it showed him crying, like it shows Brad Pitt crying because he's about to like, you know, he's leaving it behind. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Why are you sad? You're, you're death, dude. You're fine. Apparently, you can do this whenever you want. I guess. Yeah, I guess, dude. It's so it's so ridiculous. Like we should, we should or just watch it on your own. Just, like, <laughs> just watch it on your own, dude. It's so it's so funny. I I was like, huh. I was like, that's a 90s movie for sure i i watched this weird sci-fi movie called vesper mm. yeah never heard of it SD, before SD movie. <laughs> yeah never never ne- never heard about this before mm. never seen any of the tra- like trailers or anything like that and then i was just like scrolling through and visually it was like so i mean as stunning as it could be on your iphone you know um <laughs> Which I'm kind of upset that airlines no longer have those like drop down TVs or the TVs in the seats in front of you. They're just like connect to our Wi-Fi and fucking look up shit yourself. Yeah, or that they like. I, am I? I don't know if I'm remembering this incorrectly, but one of the only good things about flying on long flights when I was a kid was that airlines had movies that were in theaters. Yeah, still. yeah. We, we didn't have that. new releases. We didn't oh, have. Shit. We didn't have that. We didn't have new releases. I was like, there was like I had a list, a list of movies. I was like, oh. Kind of want to see like everything, everything always, everywhere, whatever that movie. What? Yeah, nothing, <laughs> not there. Instead, I watched Death Bang some girl, <laughs> bang the bang the daughter of a guy he's about to he's about to kill. Like, <laughs> I know, man. It, oh, man. it felt so weird. I felt so weird watching. I was like, why is this? This movie's making me feel uncomfortable. I feel like I'm like witnessing like. Something like he was killing it, dude. He was literally killing it, dude. <laughs> he was killing it, dude. He's so awkward. <laughs> He's dude. so awkward. And then, oh, dude. And then, and then uh, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> and then he just said, uh, he's like explained it to someone. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't get it. He's like, he's like, he's like this really charismatic guy. And then Brad Pitt becomes like death, but he's like basically like a person with like autism. <laughs> Oh, shit. oh, dude, watch me, Joe Black. Yeah, watch Mighty Joe Young when you get the chance. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, watch Mighty Joe Young, you'll probably walk away feeling somewhat good about somewhat what you just wholesome. Saw. Yeah. Whereas in the other one, I'm like, I think it's written as like rain. We should watch both movies back to back and see which one is better. I'm gonna go ahead. and I already know. It's better. Dude, that girl, but that girl though, her, I don't know her name. She is Claire. It's uh, Claire Forlani. Dude. 
Thank you. Joe Black. (laughs) She was in The Medallion with Jackie Chan. She was in The Rock. She was in The Rock? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, The Rock? Like, Welcome to The Rock. Okay. The Rock. Uh, Boys and Girls, Mall Rats, Precious Cargo. I saw Boys and Girls as bad. (laughs) That's with Freddie Prince Jr., huh? Yeah. You know what I, uh, you know, another movie I watched, um, kind of like in that same, uh, I watched Varsity Blues. Oh, sick. Actually holds up, dude. Still a pretty good movie. Dude, I love that movie. A lot more nudity than I remember. Really? <laughs> it was all my cell phone and Karima just happened to wake up and look over. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's about football. It's, it's a football movie. It's a football movie. It's a Texas football movie. Yeah. <laughs> Go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> But she wasn't even upset that there were, there was like titties on the screen. She was like, "The lady behind us can see right through the seats onto your phone." And I was like, "Well, actually, yeah, there's like an uncomfortable sex scene and like the fucking Joe, whatever." Yeah, <laughs> and so I just remember being like, "I was like, you know what? Whatever, this movie's fucking weird anyway." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I, I get like at first I was like, I could feel eyeballs." Yeah, you know, watching my screen, I was like, ah, "Whatever, it's Brad Pitt." I, feel, I just felt like if anybody was going to give me shit, I'd be like, this was on the American Airlines list. Yeah. Right. It was on say? the fly list. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it was acceptable. It's in the brochure. <laughs> uh, <but clears throat> so we got to, I, there's one more thing I got to bring up. Mm. Mike had his, I'm a little upset that he had to go to Australia to do it. But he had his first experience with Filipino barbecue. <sighs> Hold on. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset. So we were in Wollongong, and Martin and I were walking to get, get something to eat before the show. And so there's, like, this, like, pop-up, like, outdoor market thing. And so we're looking at spots, and, like, we see this barbecue thing. And then Martin's like, oh, dude, Filipino barbecue. And I was just like, how did, how did you gather that? And, like, everything. <laughs> He's like, well, there's... The flag right there. Yeah. The and then there's this. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And so, um, yeah, in that moment, I realized, like, I didn't know this was a thing. And so we got our, what is it called? The like skewers. Skewers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, and with rice. And then um, he's like, do you want to put uh, do you want to put vinegar on it? I was like, I this guess. that one. Yeah, I was like, right, Martin, you do it? Martin's like, yeah, oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> me too, of course. But, uh. Dude, that that might have been one of the that was probably one of the sneakiest best things I had on the tour. And Mike's never taken me there. Neither is Martin. I've known Martin for years. Neither I didn't even know this was a thing. For what it's worth, we don't stray very far away from American food whenever we eat with you. <laughs> <laughs> like that's sushi fair. is usually like pushing it a little bit. That, that's fair. <clears throat> yeah, the sushi spot I went to. So I've never really done a uh, like the conveyor one. Mm. Like I've been, I've been to, I've been to places that had it, but like when I went, we were sitting at a table, so we didn't get to experience that. Oh, gotcha. So I've been to one, but I've never done it. And so, dude, and it was like, it was like the last, like our last like full day, I guess, in Australia, as far as like, it was on our way to Brisbane and um, we stopped for lunch and it's like really cool ocean town. I don't I, I forget the name of it. Like I think it might I just, this is probably like totally wrong, not even close at all. I think it was Gold Coast mm. area. Probably not. Probably not. All these are like it's nowhere near Brisbane. <laughs> uh, and so I had sushi, and uh, I went alone, just because I was like on such a mission. So I was like, I need sushi, 
and it was so freaking good and i ate of course like too much and so but it was only it came out to like all my plates put together it came out to 25 dollars american dude your money just goes so much further I know. so much further out, out like oh. i know i know it <laughs> took advantage that's the other thing too i was just like afraid to look at my bank account yeah. i was like oh same oh, okay same like i came i came back with money i was like yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's funny my one of my my i just you know complete haze like leading up to leaving and everything with the chain shows and or the chain show and everything that like i forgot that i got paid when i was out there mm. i was like sick <laughs> i was like this is this is nice this is uh you know what? yeah i will get the meal i will, <laughs> I will take that soda mm-hmm and not in a water cup. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and supersize it. Um, one of the cool and bummer things was, uh, you know, just kind of the theme of, like, just no one knew we were coming. We stopped this really cool coffee shop. And, like, we go in there and all the dudes are all tatted up and stuff. And um, the, one of the, the guys, like, oh, he's like, I love, you know, love your hoodie to Martin. Martin's wearing a power trip hoodie. And Martin's like, oh, yeah, dude, great band. So as soon as he starts talking... Then the guy's like, "Oh, we're American, so you guys, are you guys banned? And we're like, "Yeah, we uh, we call no bragging rights." He's like, "What the heck? You guys no bragging rights? You guys play here?" We're like, "Yeah, we played at the so and so." He's like, "What?" And like, doctor's buddy, they're like, "I we didn't hear about the show." So the guys at the coffee shop knew about us and fuck, but not about the show. That's got to be such a like. Yeah, like it's cool that they know who you guys are, but it's such a bummer that they're like right here and nobody knew that the show was going yeah. on. Fuck. It's like such a, it's been such a weird, <laughs> such a weird feeling because it's like, like I'm, I feel like I've been doing this long enough to like, when I think of these shows, like I'm happy about them. Like I, yeah, I had a good time. I, I remember who I, who I talked to. I remember all the little things were going on while we were playing and it's good. It's just. It's like ah, oh, like that little extra step of like this could have been yeah yeah it could have been massive. Mm-hmm. But again, dude, I'm we're just happy that we got to come out. Like you said, there's like our first yeah. experience of tour. I already know what I would be do what I would do differently. How how did you feel um, like as far as your body and like your voice and everything like that? Like, did you feel like right away you were pretty much in the pocket, or were you? Did it take some time to? Nope. <laughs> no, then I feel in the pocket. Uh, no, um, I had so one of those things where this sounds so corny, but like I started to finally remember like how I move on stage. I know it sounds corny, but like I started to like finally like feel things. Like I started to just do things, not even thinking about them anymore. Yeah, because it's like, oh, this is how. It's like this is what I do for this song. The punch goes here. The stomp goes here. <laughs> yeah. The kick goes here. We take a knee mm-hmm. here. Yep. We take a knee here. We continue on we the take, knee we here. We take a rest. <laughs> we take a we take a confident rest here. You know, um, this is where we turn to Martin's drum set and oh, dude, gag I, a little bit. Dude, and actually, this is like not even. I'm not 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 a cop out. I I promise. There was for the first two shows, I was so tired that especially the first show, I went to like two step and stomp, and it was not happening. <laughs> It just was not happening. I like, I want to, I, I, I'd like to see this video because I know exactly where it was. Mm-hmm. And I know my body was like, nope, <laughs> nope. I don't know. It's like, I know, we know what you want to do here. It's not going to happen. Um, 
Yeah, and so like I remember, so like like halfway through the through it, I I started to just like feel like myself on stage, which is something I guess I haven't. Yeah, I haven't had. Yeah, since we've been back, and so That's I started. Good, yeah, I started to feel comfortable. Um, and then vocally, man, there's just like it's just weird, dude. Like, I'm I'm so. I'm so used to being like, oh yeah, like I'm, uh, I got, I, this is the warm up I got to do mm-hmm. and I do this and, and I'm straight. And then it just, I'm like, oh, it was, it's not that. I'm like, weird. That part is normally there when I broke. <laughs> I was like, that's so weird. That, that didn't come out this tonight. <laughs> and so then like, I had to like really go back into like the last, last part of last, uh, back end of the days I was having to jump rope. Yeah. Like get back. Cause I brought it with me. Sick. but i hadn't been doing it because like i was just so tired like physically like my hips and like legs were killing me you know that you can just do the motion without the jump rope. i right? know but i need the <laughs> jump rope yeah, it's, it's, it looks it, crazy. it's weighted <laughs> it's weighted it makes me it makes me jump higher run faster <laughs> kick higher <laughs> And so I started to do that towards the end, and then I was, then I started to like, start, like get part, parts of my voice back that were missing. I've never had parts of my voice missing longer than like two shows, kind of thing. Yeah. And there were just parts that I was, that just weren't there. Shit. Yeah. So. Was it screams or or notes? Notes. Really. Yeah. And so in a weird in a weird uh, another weird thing is like I remembered how to go low without hurting myself vocally which is like i could figure that out when i was recording and it's like uh and then i figured like oh that's what it is like that's where i can go and it doesn't hurt yeah so yeah i don't know a lot yeah i definitely know because we have uh we haven't announced it but we have stuff coming up and so my preparation to be a little different and how i'm gonna do things after like leading up my warm will be different yeah, that and those things that you guys have coming up are, are part of what made me have that little existential crisis of like <laughs> you're like that's a... yeah I was like oh this... hey that's a <laughs> hey that's a lot of time that's a real time, real time. <laughs> yeah we so we yeah the MBR guys little little inside uh, we're talking we're talking kind of figuring out what the band is gonna look like moving forward um, for anyone who doesn't know Daniel. Uh, you know he wasn't at these shows like he he he's uh he's got a new job he's living out in pennsylvania and he's got he's got a little boy and uh you know he's he he wants to do all this stuff right but he just can't you know and that's Which just is- that's what his life is right now and so it was kind of uh it was nice to kind of talk with him and um you know a big reason why we, why we were even able to do any of these shows was daniel being like i don't want to hold you guys back yeah. If you guys find villains, play these shows. Like play these shows. Like you guys, like you know, get these songs out. Like yeah. he's like, good luck finding somebody that plays as well as I do, though, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Sonic can riff like this. <laughs> it's funny. Even Daniel, and I think this this must have felt kind of maybe good or maybe not for uh, for Josh having learned all Daniel's stuff. Daniel was like, he's like, dude, I promise you can play these songs better than I can right now, man. He's like, I. I haven't touched a guitar. And he's like, and also, dude, I don't know what we were thinking on that EP. <laughs> the EP's wild, EP man. The EP is fucking wild, man. The EP's wild. I'm like, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. So, but what's kind of, what was kind of cool again, like, so with the, us having a, having, having hotels every night, like something we've never, we've never had that. We've never been like on a tour where we had hotels every night. Mm-hmm. Places to stay. Sometimes, you know, it, it'd be like a hotel or a hostel. But, um, uh, Tron and Martin were like riffing and they were recording ideas mm-hmm. and to the point where like, I don't know if there's something I'm going to pause here because we can probably edit. Maybe we can edit this. I don't think it's a big deal. <laughs> um, but, uh, like we, we want to, we want to, we want to release, uh, two new songs for this upcoming thing. Okay. And we want one of them. Is one going to be that old one? No. Oh, okay. Although, actually, we might release it that might too. might be a good idea if that's the direction that things are yeah. going to kind of go in. Yeah. I think that, actually, I think we will release that too. Um, I don't know if that'll be with these ones. But um, we want to have, uh, for anyone who's been who's like been to our shows in the last like 10 years, <laughs> we, we either open with Not My Salvation or we open with uh, Appraisals and Omissions. Mm-hmm. And like, which is fine, uh, but like we were kind of talking, we're like we need an opener. Yeah, we need. You need a you need a a thick chunky opener. Yeah, and so it and and this came about because we've been having fun playing at uh, Advent Advent of Change, the opening mm-hmm. track for uh, for uh, Cycles, and so it was kind of like, oh, this is like fun. Yeah, but it's like, but we want we want something. And this that feels like this, but something else. So like, what was cool is like Tron and Martin were writing with that, like being like, how would we extend this song? Yeah, you know, how do we how would we extend Advent of Change? And so that's kind of like the thinking. And so we have we have something. It's pretty sick. So we'll see. And so Daniel, you know, he's he's a uh, all 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 that to mention. Daniel is a uh, movie, you know. Moving forward is I think we're gonna have the lineup that tours, and then uh, with Daniel he's gonna be. Is it still gonna write and record records write. and everything like that? Mm-hmm. With the, with the intention of a majority of the touring and road work is gonna be done by somebody else. Yeah. And uh, you know I really like man we you know I got to you know you get to really know someone so we yeah. had an opportunity to really get to know Josh. And Josh is rad, man. I love him. He he. He's a cool ass dude. Yeah, he works hard. He brings uh he brings a new like, <laughs> a new like youth youth and <laughs> and uh an optimism into our into our lives. You know, um he's no but he's he's good. He kills it on stage and uh it was nice. Like he, there he, there was kind of we had conversations with him and there was things that he he was like noticing for himself to like to to grow within mm-hmm. what we were doing and and so like I'm excited. Like I feel confident. Like I don't, I don't think, um, like especially with the lineup we'll have, uh, with Sean too. Hope I'm hoping Sean can. Sean killed it. Like Sean fucking killed it. Like I'm hoping that that becomes what the lineup is for for shows, and I I'm getting to the point where I feel like you're not you're not gonna be losing. Like Daniel is his own. Daniel is like he's MBR, and and there's a lot of things that he does that are just like you don't realize how much vocal stuff. He does mm-hmm. like for myself. I was like, I was like, shit. Or even the shit that he's doing in between songs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like that, just the noise, right? Yeah. But 
it's so cool. It's like, so the cool. Shit he does is so cool. Yeah, and and what's <clears throat> rad is you know, uh, like Josh is like really taking Josh and Tron are both like really trying. They're trying to fill those gaps, and I feel like I feel like moving forward as we you know as we we're getting more shows back you know getting back into it like i really do feel like we're we're putting out a good product and it's not just like us just trying to salvage something i feel like it's like we're we're in a spot where we're gonna be you know hopefully hopefully better versions of ourselves and and i think you know i think it would be nice to see nvr lean more into the hardcore part of the melodic hardcore, yeah, you know, <clears throat> like yeah. label that you guys essentially have. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and even Daniel and you know, Tron, they're like, they're like, dude, we were, we were two dudes that were just like left to our devices, <laughs> man. Like, I, and I, you know what, I'm curious about, and this is probably a better question for Tron. Um, why didn't Tron do Daniel's parts and then just have Josh come in and learn? I know, <laughs> was he just like, oh, fuck that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and it's funny too, cause like, you know, you kind of, you kind of think of like, you know, at, at some point I, I, you know, I hope at some point Daniel comes back and yeah. is, is able to, you know, things that, things are gonna have to change on his end for certain things, but, I, but it's looking like at maybe at some point it will, and he'll be able to do things. And it was just funny hearing Tron cause Tron, Tron's, he's, Tron's, for anyone, anyone who doesn't know, I think I think Tron would make a great social worker. Yeah, just based on his uh, his outlook for things and how he's just so he's so uh, he's so team minded. Yeah, and so when we were talking, he's it's like Anthony from high school, dude. What's that? It's Anthony from high school, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he he uh, but he was just like we were like talking, and he was just like, yeah, you like you know, when you come back, you know, it'll we can throw uh, we can throw Josh, you know on base if that's if he's the one who's he's putting in a little bit more time and then Tron's like dude fuck it he's like I'd probably go on base <laughs> yeah he's like I'd, yeah, I'd probably go on base uh, but it was just I don't know I think it's I think that's just cool I feel like the attitude everyone's attitude is very much like like um, like making this work you know and for me my 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 it's crazy it's crazy I never I never wanted to for MBR to be like this like weird like these are album of dudes yeah yeah but like now like i the no brain rights collective yeah (laughs) but you know like the way i see it is like you know when like for the chain reaction show that night no bragging rights was still daniel at home Mm -hmm. but not there but that night it was josh on guitar yeah as as member of no bragging rights sean on bass member of no bragging rights like Mm -hmm. i i i feel that like even on this on this australian tour like you know i didn't want to i didn't I tried not to address them as filling as fillings, you know. Even even yeah. for Christian, who came out, and it's like, you know, I I don't know. I just feel like uh, like if you show up and you play, like you're part of it. Yeah, um, and I, and I think that like you, NBR, in a sense, has become bigger than just like five dudes that are homies that play music together, right? Like the message and like the outreach and you know all of that, like basically. Like this is your, this is your social work, if you will, right? <clears throat> so in that sense, it's bigger than just like, hey, can all five of us play this show, yeah. right? Like it's 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 more than that now. Yeah. Um. So at that point, you have to really consider like, the message needs to continue, 
you know, and then re- like realistically at the heart of it, like you and Martin have been like the the backbone pieces of this band, you know, for for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, so as long as it's you two that are playing, you know, hey, Martin might not be able to make a show. Steve might fill in. Somebody else might fill in, you know, whatever that is. But that's still like the core of everything is still like it's still a pretty tight knit group of people that are doing it, you know. It'd be different if it was like a different dude every week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think I think we're gonna have a pretty consistent like tour lineup or show lineup, you know. Yeah. Um and I was even, you know, on when you're when you're in a van for long periods of time and you think about crazy thoughts and stuff. I was like even thinking for myself, like I'm not the only one who's experienced loss. Yeah. I'm not the only one who's who's uh who's passionate about something like this. I'm probably I'm probably the most vocal at the show, but like I know there's other people who have that. And so like for myself, I was thinking like if something happened and there was like this really cool offer and I couldn't do it and there was someone who could do what I do and is passionate with the message, but in their own way, I would think that was cool too. Like, I don't know. I'd, I'm, I'd be open to it. I don't know how. That'd be weird. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, but. I'm just going to tell you straight forward. Like it's, <laughs> it's very hard to put somebody else up front. Yeah. But like if it was someone who could do the songs. And then, like, someone who, like, maybe it's someone who's had for the first time experience, like, he is what my dad went through. Yeah. And then he talks about how he related. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it could still, I still think, like, the the songs could carry. And I feel like people, like, there are people who have lived some of these songs more than I have. You know what I mean? Like, like some songs I'm writing on, like, close experience you know again like my dad like that and that's why like if at first why i even started talking about cycles because i didn't want people to think that my dad yeah (laughs) was like you know and they see him and he's like this (laughs) gentle dude (laughs) that dude that dude used to um i i don't i I don't i don't say this just to like like i missed you all but you know like i don't think I i don't think that there are a lot of people that sound the way you do you have a very like different original sounding voice. You know what I mean? Mm. Like well, thank you. people will be able to sing the songs, but it wouldn't sound like no bragging rights. Just because your singing voice isn't like, you know, you're not singing like fucking Alisana. You're not singing like, you know, like that, that generic sounding voice that you hear in, in this genre of music. So I think it would be tough. And, and I think a lot of those people who, who come out to these shows, made a connection with you right like they made a connection with you and your writing and your shows and and your music and then you know want to come out and talk to you like it it would be tough to like yeah somebody else could fill in and play these shows like somebody might be able to hit like the same range that you do then afterwards like all those talks like that that's not going to be the same like i don't want to talk to the dude that's filling in on the record (laughs) (laughs) so that would be i think that would be a little I, i i don't know i think that would be hard be hard. So you're saying that I have to play all these MBR shows? You have to play all these MBR shows. <laughs> I, I think that's a given. I think if you're not there, this might not work. <laughs> all right, fair. All right, well. Well, hey, Jesse, uh, we need to pull all the receipts for all the money we put into this equipment that we bought for this place because Mike's going to be gone. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I do like I do like that idea of like the check-ins. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, our freaking our uh our setup looks good, dude. We can get we can do the zoom. 
It looks good. Or the the cal- the the river the riverside. Thing. Yeah, I gotta. I still gotta fuck with some settings though, because I had some issues with Sean's episode. I don't know if you noticed. The reason our we're so small on the screen is our audio is a little off. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like I, I synced that. up Sean's audio, awesome, but mm-hmm. ours was like kind of just not quite there. I just could not get it right. That's I funny. Right. I was listening. I listened to that because yeah. I didn't really watch it. It sounded great. Sonically, it sounded great. But if you watch the video, if you look right. in that little corner where we're at, we're like. That's funny. I didn't, I didn't even notice that we were. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Well, that's because you weren't doing the edit. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice it since I started watching it, but you did say like a lot. I say like a lot. <laughs> a lot. I do. Uh, I get to be a dangerous drinking game. I do uh, that. I say yeah. a lot. I also and, uh, and uh, I also realized. Well, one, I do it when I'm trying to find my like train of thought. Yeah. Um. I also realized when I do the intro by myself and I'm alone in this room, I'm breathing extra hard because I'm talking real fast <laughs> to try and, to try and make up for the fact that nobody else is here with me. So I'm like, "What's up, guys?" <sighs> You're all tired afterwards. <laughs> like, I feel like I have to get this intro done in 30 seconds so nobody gets off of the show. Dude, that's what <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Um, well, uh, we're back. We're back. So, how did the how did the uh, the cards do? So, that's a funny story. You left them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. But wait. But wait. So... I, uh, so the night of that we're packing, I put them in my, they're the first thing I put in my backpack and then like got up to pee and I was like, you know what? I'm going to split these up. I'm going to put them in two bags. And so just so it'll sit better. Cause they're like, it's like a thick brick. Yeah. And so I took them out. I put them on my bed, went to the kitchen to get the bag. Didn't get the bag. Got distracted <laughs> doing something else. <laughs> Came back. Didn't put them in my backpack. Because when you, like, I think before we even left, you're like, you have the cards? And I was like, yeah. With so much confidence, Mike looked me in my eye and goes, yeah, I got them. Yeah. Because they were the, they were the first <laughs> first thing that I packed. First thing that I officially packed. They're right in the bottom. And then, uh, and so we get, <laughs> we get the first show. And I'm like, dude, ask the guys. I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. God, we didn't print 500 of them. I know, but hold on, hold on. So I realized very quickly, I'm like, I left, I left the fucking cards at my house, and so, um, so then I get, I get, uh, I find the, I find the picture, um, of a the thing, the thing you sent, and I had, I had Jaunty or TM printed out, out. so I had it on a table every show. Okay. And then, so then I'm looking at dates. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, you know what? We have we have two days off, and then we're in Canberra. And I was like, it'll get there. It only it'll it'll get there on our third show, I think it is, or fourth show. And so, um, yeah, it would have gotten there on our fourth show, like halfway through the tour, but whatever. And so I'm like talking to my parents, like, hey, if you guys find them, find out when they if they go if it'll get sent if, it'll, if they can make it to Canberra on the 18th. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, then just forget it. And so my dad went, and he's like, "Hey, they they can they're gonna send it, and they'll get to the venue. It'll get to the 18th." I was like, "Sick." So day of the show, get the camera. They're not there. 
And so since then, actually li- literally today too, I, I messaged Jaunty to be like, hey man, can you keep like checking and see if they've come in? And so if they come in and they have them, then I'll probably just send them to Christian and have Christian either send them back or like put them out of his shows. Cause he does, he, he does merch for shows. Okay. So yeah. So the cards were there <laughs> in spirit. The resources were there, but yeah. Uh, dude, I was so, I was so mad. I was so fucking mad. I know. I'm still getting back to this guy. Act like you've been here before, Mike. I know. Uh, I mean, realistically, at the end of the day, like, it's it's more about the message than. Than the painstaking and hard work. <laughs> yeah. Here I am thinking like, oh man, it's great. It's great. Even if, even if we, if if we help one person with these cards. <laughs> I mean, we did for sure. There, there are people taking scans. You know, like checking it out. <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> Walking blind's been fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're back. We're back. Uh, make sure you guys check out uh, the last couple episodes. We haven't seen Jesse in like three weeks, basically. Sharing the back got a third person now too. What? Yeah. Dude, I've been out of the loop with all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. We gotta we gotta sit down with uh, O'Brien. We gotta get him on. Episode. Oh yeah, um, and get on their get on their shit. Too. Yeah, we need to get up there too. Uh, yeah, it should be a lot cra- a lot less crazy, so we'll be able to kind of get back to basics on things. Um, so make sure you guys check out at Walking Blind Pod, WalkingBlindPod dot com, WalkingBlindPodcast dot com, um, at Walking Blind Pod everywhere, WalkingBlindPod at gmail dot com. A lot of Walking Blind Pod yeah. stuff. A lot a lot of podcast a lot of podcast stuff that <laughs> that Mike's. And, talk about it. and go to the <laughs> go to the, go to click the resource area. Click the resource page. There used to be this card that you could scan. Uh, who the fuck knows where it is in the world at this point, dude? You know what though? Watch, someone's gonna find it, and we're gonna freaking we're gonna blow up in Australia. That'd be so sick. And we're gonna relocate. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. But until then, yeah. In the meantime, in the meantime, uh, we love you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. <laughs>
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.